0: There's a version of spirituality crafted by capitalism, decorated in shiny crystals and perpetuated by Instagram influencers. And then there's a version of spirituality that our ancestors practiced that fostered deep rememberings and activations of the heart, earth and stars. House of Enlightenhood is a new earth cooperative holding a frequency that rewilds spirituality and brings it back to what it was meant to be about all along. Our innate connection with the divine. Oh, and love, lots of love. I'm Lena Lemos, your host and founder of House of Enlightenment. Thank you for joining me on this podcast as we explore the expansiveness and the messiness of reclaiming the human spiritual experience. I am so grateful that you're here. Hello, you beautiful souls, and happy Friday. Today's intro, I am going to keep short because the conversation on the other side of this is a long one, but I am so excited to introduce to you my sister from a past life, Farapanos. and today we are sitting down and sharing our story. How did we meet? How did we remember that we were sisters in a past life? And what led us to create our collaborative connection? Container for women's healing and remembering, Sisters of Sirius, which is a See, even in this conversation, we have a hard time describing it. It is a sacred container for women to gather in Sacred Circle, and we host these bi weekly every other Tuesday. I will put all the information in the description of this episode. So if this feels like something that you are being called to, please join us. Like we mentioned in the episode, it is so magical what is happening. And this is something in our own remembering of being sisters in a past life in Egypt. This is entire container is completely channeled completely intuition led and women have been having such profound healing experiences and it is just It has changed my life forever, so I am just so excited to share our story. Farah and I are also talking a little bit about how do you develop this intuitive channel to have these past life rememberings and to step more into your gifts. So we're gonna be sharing also what has worked for us, but just to share a little bit more with you about my sister Farah. Farah is the CEO and founder of Agency of Healers. She is a light worker and energy healer who has been transformed by the power of energy healing and as a result is a strong advocate for the work that healers do for humanity. Farah has been on the spiritual path for the last 20 years and through this journey has come to understand unequivocally that her purpose on this earth is to bring light to as many people as she can. So stay tuned to meet my sister from a past life in Egypt and our story and how to develop your intuition right after this. House of Enlightenmenthood is a heart centered cooperative uniting in the frequency of love. We're building the new earth through community. And supportive containers for spiritual exploration, healing, and expansion. House of Enlightenment's sacred online gathering space is one part mystery school and one part social community, open to anyone on the inner journey and co created by a team of light leaders. We believe in a spirituality that returns to our roots, so whether you're just awakening or ready to pioneer a new paradigm of spirituality, we've been waiting for you. Learn more at com. Hi, how are you? Hi, Lena. So good to be with you. I'm so excited to have you on this podcast because I've wanted to do this forever to just talk about all the things because so many magical things are happening and I've just been reflecting about how the last three months have just been the most magical. (laughs) I think we use the word beyond. Yes. Kind of really hard to even grasp what's happening. Um, But before we get into all the juicy stuff, I'd love if you could just tell everyone a little bit about your story. What was your spiritual journey like and how you kind of got to this point of stepping into this most recent chapter?
1: Okay, yeah, it's been it's definitely been beyond the last few months. and I mean, when we really made that connection, it was just all these like, portals opened, yep. <laughs> all these realizations. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've kind of been on this spiritual path or journey um, for the last twenty years, but of course, it's an evolution. And you're going through different chapters of your life, different seasons. So uh, we kind of began actually with the death of my cousin. And um, he passed away suddenly in a car accident. And my cousin in London happened to be a Reiki master. She's like, I just finished um, learning Reiki. So I think maybe you would really benefit from it. Because I was really struggling with his death. And I said, yeah, I'm open to trying anything. And something happened to me that day. Like... I was like, my body was, I was bouncing up and down off my bed. And I could just feel all this energy moving through me and it felt really good. It felt really like, exciting to me. And I also knew the moment she completed and she sent me a message and I said, I know you're done. And I just felt like this wave of like just peace and love come over me. So I knew that there was something here. And so I started to explore it myself. And um, I was just quite amazed by like just playing with the energy, what it did for my sort of my being when I was feeling stressed or sad really was something that really helped me ground myself into like my body and so that was just sort of the beginning of my journey and then I find when you do this kind of work you start to like attract those people like it's it's an energy thing like I learned Reiki and all of a sudden I had this need to tell a few people in my life and I didn't know why and they were like yeah actually I just learned Reiki so it was just like opening up to that and all of a sudden everything is like the magic of the universe, right, and all the synchronicities, and um, and then it was about like tapping into that intuition and trusting myself, and then it's just been like a journey of learning different modalities, and then it came to a point like there's really like it's time to put these things into practice you know and there was a period of time like I moved to I moved abroad to Dubai and then I I found my people there and I learned again more you know different modalities and got uh, really got into gong healing um, and just had this beautiful community surrounding me but then I was also away from my family adjusting to being abroad and then I had my daughter there so then I was just in that space of being a mother and just focusing on her. And then when we came back to Canada, I think when she was around three years old, I started thinking about like, who am I? Like, what does Farah want? And I kind of went through a really dark period of having to like, you know, go through my journey of coming back to myself. Uh, But also like, what is the next chapter of Farah now as mother, as like a wife, and then also this deep desire to like serve and really step into... Um, this work as a healer, because I was always doing work on other people. So it was kind of like practicing, playing with the energy, but I wasn't really stepping out into that. Um, and I think part of it was just because I felt I wasn't good enough, because I was surrounded by all these amazing healers. I was like, well, why would you come to me when you can just go to them? So that was always my answer. And I was like, well, not everybody's meant to go out and be an energy healer and start, you know, you learn these things for yourself, and maybe you help People along the way. Um, And so I kind of always use that as an excuse, but it like deep down, I know it's something I really loved and enjoyed doing. So that's how the journey led me to create the Agency of Healers. Because one of my best friends kept asking me, What do you want? What is it that you want now for? I see that you're not like, super happy and you want to make some changes. And I said, I don't really know. And she came back to me again and again, I think it was about probably about a year of that. And we were out uh, at brunch and she's like, well, you love to be around people that do this work. You're like, you love it. You like to surround yourself with like all these healers and you know, all these amazing people. And then we just started like talking. And then all of a sudden we wrote on a napkin, the agency of healers. And that was the beginning of that. And, um, and I knew I was really passionate about it because I knew how much it helped me. And I wanted to just put it out there in a way that was really really to just bring awareness to the healing arts, essentially, because I felt like here we are, and now we're in a pandemic. There's all these things happening. Well, this was actually before the pandemic, but I really didn't launch it until around around that time. But people are going through, through so many challenges, and they don't know what else is available, I felt that a lot of people don't know about these different modalities. So that was one reason why I wanted to create this business. Um, but the other part was also to make it easy to relate to. Because yes. in the spiritual community, we tend to use this language that's just really hard for people to relate to. And then it kind of, you're excluding so many people along the way. Um, and they really sort of wanted to demystify spirituality, make it, welcome everybody you know so that's sort of like the the crux of the business essentially and then to highlight healers and share their work and that's how it's sort of evolved now
0: i love so much the the similarities in our story of creating these organizations that uplift others and demystify spirituality to make it more accessible and to bring people these tools. And I also love the part of our stories where it was kind of our shield as of, I really resonate so much with with helping others and serving and wanting to be a healer, but I'm not good enough. And why would you even see me in that way? So here's this organization that I created, <laughs> you know? And so I can hold the container, but I'm not going to put myself in it as a healer. <laughs> exactly.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, that, and then it came up actually. Like um, at one point, um, somebody said to me, you are the brand. You are the agency of healers. And I was like, because I, I didn't really want that also. Like I didn't really want to go on social media. I didn't want to be putting my like pictures of myself out there and videos. And it's just like, I'm such a private person and I never generally post things about myself or my family. So why, why would I feel the need to do that? And so I just thought that's what the agency of healers could be. I would use the platform to, to share. Um, but then, you know, people wanted, they want to get to know you to build community. And that was the other thing I realized, like, I do want a community. And so many people are craving that, especially now. And so I kind of had to slowly, it took time to slowly step into that. And then yeah. actually put myself on the roster of healers. Yeah. Like I am also a healer and I also do this work. <laughs> How long did it take to put yourself on the roster? Well, it was, I mean, so I'd started working on like the branding and the website and all of that. Um, let's say it was like July of 2020, not 2019. Like that's when we kind of, said, this is the, the idea and started slowly moving towards it. But I didn't really get on social media till March, 2020, when we were in lockdown and it was like, okay, now is the time. So I would probably say, oh boy, maybe a year. Wow. Yeah. And, but I also didn't know what I, I also didn't realize that like, because what happened was I was doing sessions for people but then it, it, it started happening that it was like I was getting starting to get referrals. And then I was like, okay. And then even my friends were like, well, you need to start charging people for this work, right? So it was around that time, then I start charging people for my work. Then I realized, okay, you know what? I actually am making some kind of impact in people's lives. <laughs> so that's when it was like, okay, I'm going to, it's time. Then somebody said, well, it's time to put yourself on the roster. So that's that's what I did. And then actually shared on my page that I actually do this work too, that I don't just write really beautiful words. And I was already channeling. It was actually how I started off channeling for the collective for, you know sending love to humanity during this time. And then I was just started writing. That's that sort of intuitive writing and channeling. And then I started sharing it. and that became my weekly thing that people sort of got to know me for. And then it was um, I realized people were resonating with it. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, well, something, I'm doing something, right?
0: <laughs> the thing I love the most about both of these organizations, too, is it's what led us to each other and to be able to connect. Yes, which I think was it. It was. I think it was the spring of last year, right? Maybe like April, May, Juneish. Yeah, the, yeah. Because I don't even. Because I remember. We started interacting through each other's stories. And then when I had the beginning stages of the cooperative, and I honestly don't even remember how it all unfolded. All I truly remember is the first Zoom call that we had when I was like, whoa.
1: Yes. And you said something actually, and I, I, I won't forget that because, well, what happened was um, I had been following you for a little bit. Actually, because I was like, "Oh, this is amazing! I love what you were doing," and actually started following you through someone else, and so I was like, "This is amazing! This woman's amazing! I love everything she's doing." And then, yeah, and so then we connected. It was it was definitely in the spring, um, and yes, you were building your your cooperative and bringing all these leaders in, and we had this conversation. But then you said something. You said something like, "I think you might be the missing." You said something about you might be the missing piece for me.
0: I said that. I don't. Yeah, you said something that. about like
1: I'm look. There's something that's missing, or I've been looking for that person. You said something about like I might be that person. And I, yeah, I'll never forget it. Actually.
0: I don't so. remember that I said that, but I just remember just feeling such a strong connection yes. with you because I think the spring was when things were really starting to accelerate for me and I was really having a hard time connecting with people because I was transmuting so much mm-hmm. that I think when you get to a certain frequency, it's hard to find people on the same frequency and especially in a pandemic When there's so much heightened opinions and information and being able to navigate that, especially in the spiritual community and uh, approach it from a place of I don't even know the right word, reason, peace, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, groundedness. And I, I think just your general disposition, I was like, there's something so familiar about you. And I, and honestly, I think when we connected, I didn't even really know what to expect because you were very like, It was the voice and your energy that I connected to, but I didn't really know that much about you because it was so much of just like your channeled pictures on Agency of Healers. But then when we connected for the first time, I was like, oh my gosh, I love her so much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I felt, I mean, I felt the exact same way about you. And I think
1: we actually started, I think I shared a couple of things um, with you about Egypt. Yeah. And then you were making some, you had some recollections too, or I just said how I've always, um. I mean, since I was like five or six years old, like fascinated and obsessed with, with Egypt, the only place I wanted to go to, and then shared that the crazy experiences I had when I was there in my 20s. So, um, and then you're like, yeah, I've had some, some of this sort of like desire and the connection yeah. to Egypt as well.
0: Yeah, and I think we were both like, mm, there might be something there. There might yes. be something there. But yeah. then both you and I just totally went into the deep, the deep end during the oh, summer. yes, <laughs> we did. And I mean, I think both
1: of us were like, we were, we felt like we were having this momentum when we can connect, uh, connected. Yeah. Um. But then we both went quiet. Like I had n- never been that quiet on my page ever. Like I think yeah. there was even a couple of weeks where I didn't post. I wasn't sharing much. Like mm-hmm. it was very like unlike me. Yeah. Because
0: things were happening. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I I took almost the whole summer off from posting on the Hood Instagram. I wasn't really doing that much. And then I remember, I'll re- I remember the exact moment and maybe it was like August or September where I was sitting outside and I was meditating and I was just thinking about you. And I sent you that message about how everything was just crazy and that I'd love to reconnect. And then I feel like it then took what? Until... Was it one meeting or two meetings until we had that remembering? Because I think we talked again before the we went had the journey the first time to Egypt. Yes. So Yeah, we did. Because I remember we talked and I was sitting downstairs when we did that and mm-hmm. we were just connecting. And then because I, I remember exactly where I was sitting when we when we went to Egypt for the first yes. time and had the remembering. But it's just crazy because I was reflecting on it where <sighs> I had this, I did this ceremony on the 1111 portal because I just felt, I just, I felt like there was something right here. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't grasp it. And I was like, I'm missing something or there's something coming. And I told my spiritual advisor, I'm like, it's different than House of Enlightenment. There's something else that's coming and I know it and mm-hmm. I can feel it. And then that eleven eleven portal, I did a whole like ceremony in the shower with rose petals and I connected to Isis and the blue rose with this lapis. Then that night, a huge black bear came to my house and just like (laughs) it was huge and then the next day is when we had that meeting and we did that meditation and we were just both like we were sisters yeah and we both
1: knew like it was
0: just it was done like
1: (laughs) and then we were like and then everything just started it was started connecting all the dots and I think a week or two later, I went on a journey too. And then I was like making all these connections about our, our life and you were actually were on the journey with me and I was seeing our life together. And I was just like, Yeah, she's my sister. Like I'm so I love her so much. And it was just this knowing. Yeah. And and, and then to have it together
0: this yeah, you know, the same time. I think it's It's really such an indescribable thing. And I think even kind of retelling the story, it's still just like the words don't even do it justice of the experience because I think just the simple thing of that remembering and the awareness of the remembering unlocked so much. And then it was Mm -hmm. the thing for me too that really unlocked is because for the past three years- So much of my channeling and my intuition and the things that I had been experiencing were all in my own bubble because I, too, like you, was struggling with how do I present this version of myself to the world? And then to have it be reflected and validated by you was just the most magical, empowering thing, because I saw all these visions and then you would see all these visions and then we would meditate together and both have the same visions. And I think the 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 true profoundness of it, of being able to be so connected like that and feel it in every single cell of our body as being true is just the most like we use the word beyond it's beyond it's beyond beyond (laughs) it's absolutely beyond or I just say no words yet so many words but yes, it's just
1: it's really um yeah it's such a gift it's truly a gift and and even just thinking back to like the experience I had I was having before you with Isis and traveling into that past life because I had been going there for almost a year before I met mm-hmm. you. And I was having all of these activations and, you know, different things happening. And then, and then as soon as we made that connection, you started having yeah, these similar experiences. I mean, you just had a, a experience last night and I said, Oh, I know that experience. I've had the same. Mm-hmm. So um, that's also just, beyond
0: yeah should we share a little bit about our lifetime in Egypt and maybe kind of what our life was like as what we've seen and experienced in our own channelings and meditations together yeah and and what we're bringing forward absolutely and then I'd love to
1: share too that little part about how we once we knew and how quickly we channeled Sisters of Sirius yes and yes,
0: I've never created anything that fast. It's, it's. I think that's the the biggest takeaway from this experience is that that remembering and and us coming together has had such a huge quantum ripple effect where things are happening at quantum speeds. And it's almost like we can't even grasp the enormity of what's happening. And now with Sisters of Sirius, how we're having women just have these profound experiences. And we're like, we can't even like, we know exactly what we're doing, but can't really explain it with human words that well yet (laughs) yes and the fact that like we had just started we have just started whereas like i
1: think about how you know building this the agency of healers or even for you you know how much you know it's so our passion and we love it but there's a lot of work that goes into building a brand new company or organization Mm -hmm. so um where this feels like play
0: Yes. And we're just so tuned
1: into that energy and frequency.
0: Yeah. And so the first vision that I ever had of you and I, when we did that meditation together the first time... Was you and I as sisters and we were playing on the banks of the Nile just like running around and I saw our parents just like standing out on some balcony just like looking at us with such loving eyes but and that was what you had seen before too and Mm -hmm. just like that play and that that love and that freedom isn't even the right word It's just like this childlike wonder and joy. And I think that's too, why what we're creating is so powerful because we are pulling from like the deepest parts of that inner child, like play and magic. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and we just had, we had just continued to bring it into, you
1: know, adulthood there at that time as women. And so that's when I see when we're, you know, preparing even for now, the work that we do, I always see us like running and laughing and like we're just it's like we're playing as like these little girls but yet we're doing these powerful like activations and yeah meditations
0: so during this lifetime in Egypt you were the queen <laughs> and I was your sister and we led a temple of priestesses working with the magic of Isis mm-hmm. i have also seen i was born in that lifetime with full sight. So I was working with the Syrian energy and could really connect with the higher dimensional beings in Egypt that we were working with at that time, the technology. Mm -hmm. And then you were very much like this grounded, powerful, like, and I was doing, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like this feeling and this knowing Mm -hmm. of and maybe the best way to describe it that I've seen is like, we're like the lock and key of the way that our gifts and our energy work together and that are, we complete each other in the ways that, that our powers and our gifts intertwine in the way that we can help others. And when they do, it's just such a potent vortex. Yeah. It's
1: so magical. Like the minute we knew when we came together, we could I could just see how quickly um, we could channel and do the energy work. It's like yeah, it's like lightning speed. Yes, know?
0: yeah. I think the other thing that your visions, especially on your journey, really validated for me is I've had a really hard time putting into words what my gifts are because I know that I have clear cognizance, I know that I have this mm-hmm. knowing, and I'm just have this access to source wisdom, but to be validated in in being this wisdom keeper and this activator, I didn't I didn't really have words or or know how to to have that validated in, in this experience. And I think it was really you that was able to, to open that door for me and be like, no, you're not crazy. This is all, this isn't all in your head. (laughs) I can see it. I can feel it.
1: I, (laughs) yeah, I think I said to you, I was like, oh, you're like a seer. You have all this knowledge. You have everything Mm -hmm. locked here inside of you. It's just waiting to come out. And just this uh, connection to that like ancient um, technology. And I think that's why you're so brilliant with all the things that you're able to do and create because you're obviously like tapping into it and harnessing it. But now it's just that validation and that knowing. It's just, it is so powerful because oftentimes, like you said, we're doing this on our own Mm -hmm. and we can't always share it. Who can we share it with without sounding a little
0: crazy you know.
1: yeah fuck <laughs> yes and like sometimes <laughs> when people ask me and I'm like sharing like the other night when I was out for dinner with some girlfriends and I was like they're asking me some questions I'm like I know this sounds they're like no 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 this is so interesting so I know there's some people that you know obviously have more of an awareness or opening up to it but it does you know it's not always easy to share so yeah. to find someone where they're
0: able to feel and see that as well
1: it's just. It's so powerful.
0: And it just gives you all that more confidence to just really step into and embody that version of yourself. Because I think it's so easy when we're stepping into our power and our gifts, or at least our remembering in this lifetime Mm -hmm. and to feel like we're not good enough or not worthy. But I've always felt like to have these past life rememberings and this knowing of how powerful you truly are is just like this secret in your back pocket that you can kind of walk around with in this human life, especially when it gets hard and be like, I was the queen. I'm the queen. I'm the queen. I got this. (laughs) (laughs) no human experience can get me down now (laughs) well I remember just once the
1: you know we started having those visions and seeing it and and I mean more lately it's been feeling it really that embodiment yeah feeling that energy like I think I've been saying to you like oh I have these you know aches and pains and I just feel like after I got sick in January I feel like I've aged or something's you know Mm. when I look at myself I just feel like I just don't feel like the same but then when I connect to that energy of that lifetime, all of a sudden I feel like my aches and pains go away and my skin feels nice and it just feels just so empowering to be able to step into that. And, um, you know, I started doing these, these uh, virtual, like sort of my first time doing these virtual events for Yelp. And I was so nervous. And I think you had even said like, just, you know, step into that, that energy, and it really has helped me. And even when we prepare for our gatherings, it's yeah. just we're we're fully embodying those those women in that time. And um it just kind of like everything I just start to relax and let go. It's like I've done this. I've done this a thousand times in a thousand different ways with like thousands of women. Like we 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 have this and um there's nothing to be scared about or be in fear about.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about Sisters of Sirius. Ooh. And again, it just all happened so fast. So mm-hmm. we met on 11-12 and by the winter solstice on 12-21, we were hosting our first women's circle somehow. Am, I'm tingling. My, bo- my entire body's tingling. <sighs> and I think maybe we should talk a little bit about how what exactly Sisters of Sirius is, what exactly we're doing. We're still trying to figure out how to describe it, <laughs> put it into words, because we've been told that we're not really the best at describing what exactly we're doing, but we're working on it. Um yes. but I think we both just felt this call and we knew that we were meant to do this together. And the more that we continued, maybe I should back up and say after we had this remembering. Because I think it's it's really fun to say we're having these past life rememberings and we're journey journeying and we're yes. channeling all this information, but how? Okay, so here here's the the behind the scenes like breakdown version of what's yes. happening. We meet. Yes, <laughs> we sit in meditation together, oftentimes listening to the same music. Mm-hmm. We tune into each other's frequency. We go into deep meditation and oftentimes are going to the temple that, we, that we've both seen that we did all of our work at in Egypt. And we kind of just receive information and let it unfold and then report back and compare notes. <laughs> and yes. I think it's been really beautiful to see the different perspectives. For instance, when I go into the temple, I see the back wall almost as a portal to the stars and to the cosmos Mm -hmm. and the Syrians and you've seen the work you've done and the way that we're connecting with ISIS and to be able to compare notes again. It's like that lock and key that we're we're putting all the puzzle pieces together from that lifetime. And the more puzzle pieces we have, I think the more we're having these really similar experiences and being able to tune into each other's energy. Like I think I told you a few weeks ago I can tell now when you kind of go offline like I can feel it. Like I can feel your energy. And I think to be so connected to someone, it's just, it's indescribable. And I was explaining it to my dad the other day. It's like, we're really almost experimenting with the human consciousness Mm. and telepathy and the way that we can truly connect our energy and our heart space and be able to have these shared experiences with one another. Yeah. It's so, so
1: beautiful. It's like, you know, like twins that have that connection. Mm -hmm. That would just maybe be like a little example that came through and they just kind of know when one got hurt or injured Mm -hmm. or, and so that's sort of what it feels like. Like I feel like many times like we're, you and I are just like one. Yeah. We're one, but like, like the, we're like at a hundred percent, you know, when we come together.
0: Yep. Yeah. So... How do we even describe what Sisters of Sirius is? <laughs> yeah, I mean I and I so I think like
1: like you said like okay, so we go we journey, all these things happen, but then it was just like this knowing like once we saw we were going into this temple, it's like wow, like this is the work that we did. Mm-hmm. And it was magical and powerful, and I was feeling like this call like that I, I I was already having this call over the last several months, and I was meant to work with women, but I actually didn't know in what capacity or what that would look like. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we meet, and I think that was just like a knowing. Like I never had such a knowing. Like you know, you hear people they have this mission, and they have to they have to carry out this mission. There was yeah. no other way to continue moving forward in this life. And I think that's what Sisters of Ceres was for us. Like, it's just this knowing that we have to do this. We have to create these beautiful, you know, um, sacred circles for women and help them remember exactly like what we journeyed through and activate them and help them work through their shadows. And But then also our love of community, that demystifying spirituality. Yeah. And creating a safe space for women because I I believe that's not always the case yeah. so I think we were very much in alignment because yes. we were already tapping into something that we knew and then also mm-hmm. just the way you and I are um, yeah. the way we carry ourselves the way um, we show up is very different from a lot of other women in the spiritual community <laughs> So,
0: um, but
1: that maybe is for another podcast <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, I agree. I think we both, we both have felt kind of unsure of how to show up because nothing really felt right. And I always call it the spiritual boss babes of the world. Like that never resonated with me. Mm -hmm. And for three years, there was so much resistance for me personally, because I'm like, how am I supposed to step into this space and serve when the way I see others serving and showing up on the internet just there's such deep resistance within me and nothing ever felt right. And as soon as we have this remembering and Sisters of Sirius came through, I'm like, this is it. This is what I felt in, you know, a month ago was sitting right there and I could feel yes. it and I knew it in every inch of my bones. And just it, it happened so fast.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly the same thing is as, as well. Like how do I show up in this way where, um, you know, because – also, in the beginning, which I was able to let go, is like you you show up on social media and you feel like you have to be a certain way for yeah to connect. and I, was, I you know, I got over that very quickly. I was like, no, no, I just need to be me. that's <laughs> That's all I can do is just be me., yeah. um, but Sisters of Sirius was like, yeah, this knowing. We need to serve women. We want to bring women together. Yeah, and it was like, okay, so we just asked for guidance. Yeah. I, I think it was literally like I had that one journey the next day we spoke about it. And that same day, we we did the um, we channeled the name came through, and mm-hmm. we're like, yes, that's the name. Sisters of serious, and then you started creating the logo. So we started thinking about, and we we're channeling it too—the yep. colors and the way it should look. And you kept coming back and forth to me, and I, I believe it was within one hour we had our name and logo done. Yeah. I work at
0: quantum. I mean, like you're that. a wizard <laughs> with
1: stuff like that. I was like, oh, before I was like, Oh, I think I have somebody that could create this logo for us. And then and then you're like, Well,
0: I'm I can do
1: it. I'm going to do it. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And it was just like, Okay, we're doing this. And then it's like we just knew what to do. Like usually I sit on things. I'm thinking about okay, well, how do we do this? What do we do? And we just did it. And we you set up the Instagram page. And then we just posted it. And then we said, okay, we're going to go deep into meditation again. And every time we prepare, we go we go into the meditation, we go to the Temple of Black Obsidian. And that also, everything that comes through is channeled. Yeah. And it comes through that portal when we connect. Yeah. And we said, okay, this is what, feels like is coming through and you and it's always in alignment we're always like yeah this was like this previous one was like about birth and creation and sacral chakra and um really connecting to um the the divine feminine Mm -hmm. and so that's it's like i've never felt anything be so
0: fluid and with ease and yeah After the first uh, circle that we hosted on the solstice, I just remember, well, after after I was laying in my bed and like vibrating from all the energy moving through me, I just remember just sobbing and being like, I'm home. I'm home in my Mm -hmm. soul. And I hadn't ever felt that way where what we're doing with Sisters of Sirius and stepping into this role is just so effortless. Yes and I've been working so hard to build for three years and to now have something that's just unfolding before our eyes without even feeling like we're working that hard or, you know, it's just, it's so beautiful and so magical. And, just, I feel like that's the biggest Testament to know that we're, this is exactly what we're meant to do. Yeah. I was just going to say that it's, exactly our purpose and
1: I'm so grateful that we we've found each other and that we have this because it's such a gift and you know I never thought I could be that woman that could actually I know I've helped people in my life along the way many ways I mean just in my community alone like we have so many different boards and organizations where we I was always on the youth board and then I was on the women's development portfolio when women came from Afghanistan and just helping them settle and I was always, I grew up in that sort of being of service. Yeah. And I always knew I had, I was making some sort of impact in my own little way, but to really feel like I could hold this beautiful container Mm -hmm. and have all these amazing, powerful women come together and feel so supported and loved. And like, just, I mean, just the messages we've been getting about how people are feeling and they just feel like they feel our love. They feel how genuine we are. It's nothing rehearsed, yep, at all. That's why we can't get our intro right. Like, <laughs> or we're just so excited that we're like, oh, we won't. Oh, we forgot to hit record. Oh, I forgot oh, to hi, say welcome. that part. Thanks. Or actually, what are we doing exactly? Okay, close your eyes and let's go. <laughs> let's go and see whatever happens.
0: <laughs> like, I because you know, I... we're so excited. And I think that's the amazing part too, is that I've never felt like I had to be anything other than myself. And it's like human Lena is awkward as fuck. It's just like goofy, but that's okay. But then when we start the music and lead these women through this meditation journey and the experiences that women have had, it's just, it's mind blowing and I've had this guidance for a year knowing that I'm an activator, like I Mm -hmm. activate rememberings and things within people's soul. But then to see it actually happen with the women coming to the circles, I'm like, oh, my goodness. And it's it's not even like I have to put words to it anymore. Like you come, you show up and you come into this space and you experience what happens when you and I open this portal and just experience and it's been so hard for us to describe because for us it comes so naturally and it's like this feeling and this knowing Mm -hmm. and for other women I mean we got the guidance for our first one for the solstice that people were going to be kind of stunned and speechless yes which then they were because we had women have be reborn, have crazy experiences and all these rememberings and with the three that we've done, I'm just continuously in awe of of the experiences and what the women are being activated and having all this energy and healing moving through them because again it just it feels so effortless and it feels like playing. It's just so fun. I'm like, let's, and I remember after the first one, we're like, let's do this every day because it's so fun. Yeah. And I was just thinking about that actually too. Like,
1: (laughs) Oh, we should, then, then we were like, we'll do it every, because I think after the first one we're like, okay, we're going to do one a week week later. Right. And then I got sick. So, um, but that's what it feels like. But also, I also realized like the energy is very intense yeah, And so it does take some time. Like this particular one was very intense and I was sort of moving very slowly a few days later. Like I actually felt like I didn't know like how to do normal things. Like it's yeah. very, very interesting. But I think it's like you said, like, I think it's just us being present and knowing we, there's this energy that we create and mm-hmm. it feels like you said, effortless and that's all we have to do. Like I think... We both knew that when we were preparing a few days before, mm-hmm. um, we had already started, act- the activation had started. Yeah. And somebody had actually messaged me saying, I'm already feeling it. So this is very, very powerful.
0: <laughs> yep. So let's walk through a typical Sisters of Serious gathering. So beforehand, okay. you and I. Multiple times we'll sit in meditation, see what comes through. We'll connect to ISIS and really, and I connect to the Syrians. And then we see the guidance of tuning into the energy of the women who are coming and what's needed. Mm-hmm. And then we get guidance on. Your role in the ceremony, my role in the ceremony, and then you channel your parts, I channel my parts, and then I work on the music, and then the women show up, and we are really giddy and mess up our intro and never (laughs) get it right. <laughs> and then we oh we also got the guidance that these are solely live events no recording yes so that was the other thing because we were like oh
1: we, we oh, first yeah. one we recorded second one we didn't and then we were upset of that we didn't
0: record it
1: yeah and then we were I remembered halfway we're through while you were it. talking
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then we were told and it was on the top of the paper record like yes like, I had it on my notes don't forget to hit record and then I forgot to hit record because I was just so excited that so we're, excited.
1: <laughs> And I get so excited that even when I'm talking about like our little, you know, spiel about us, how we found each other, I just, I miss half the things. And <laughs> and that's why this time was even like, oh, I think we need to like go through and explain it. But even my friend said the other day, like what you're doing is very powerful. And I think like it needs to be understood more, like even on your social media, like what you're doing is kind of next level, like yeah. even other healers have said that, that they've not had those kind of experiences and especially yeah. virtually. So these circles right. are virtual. People yeah. are coming together and saying they've never had any type of activation like that over. I mean, we know it, we're all energy, energetic beings and we can tap in, but I think yeah. there is this
0: idea that, oh, you're doing something over the Zoom. Uh, how mm-hmm. impactful can it actually be? Right. So then we start the music and we mm-hmm. guide the sisters through a meditation where we take them on a quantum journey through, you know, the visuals and our voice to the temple of black obsidian. Yes. And we go through, take them to the temple, give them some visuals. I've been working a lot with the Syrian water um and Then we do remote healing as they're deep in the meditation, which Mm -hmm. we were just talking about how it's mind blowing of how fast it happens.
1: Yes, because we had quite a few women the other day. And right now our intention is to go to each individual and, and do that.
0: Mm hmm. Which is crazy because the other night I was I've been working a lot on my light language. So mm-hmm. when I was healing every woman, I was doing the light language and this the symbols. And then in the um <clears throat> when we were channeling everything and you saw how I was throwing fire <laughs> at everyone. So I was going around the circle to everyone and just kind of nicely, gently pushing some fire just like up up their channel. And then you go through receiving messages as you tune in. And then we bring them out uh, slowly. And it's, we've noticed it, it takes a lot of women a long time to come back because of the energy and we send them so so deep. deep.
1: Yeah. So fast. Because um, if you think about, you know, you know, before we bring them in, we've already, we've opened the portal
0: Mm-hmm. So there's
1: so much energy already moving. And then the visualization, I mean, taking them from here, back to ancient Egypt, and, you know, feeling them walking on the sand and seeing their sisters and feeling what they're wearing. And, I mean, that's really only just a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And the breathing and but they're going deep really, really fast. And and I remember when we started channeling that, I remember you said something about making sure that they're doing the breathing so that they're actually able to go into that deep sort of meditative s- s- state. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes it can take several minutes for people. Yeah. Um, but then... I was like, well, I'm not getting the guidance to go longer with this. Like, this is not what I'm being shown. So, you know, and then they're journeying down the steps and then having them feel like they're going deeper, kind of like when you're doing like hypnotherapy. Right. But I still wasn't sure because that's not my expertise, but it it worked. So I was like, okay, we don't, it doesn't need to be this long drawn out place to get them to that state. Yeah. And then just seeing the healing that we're doing, like, I think both of you, both of you and I had tapped into the light language and the codes and we, there's a lot of movement happening when, when we're both working. (laughs) It's
0: actually very fun. (laughs) It's so fun. It's it's like, we're, you know, kind (laughs) of magical. I've also seen it. So maybe this helps for anyone still like, what the, what are you doing? Um, Yes. I've seen it also shown to me is that we all have these cosmic codes, these frequencies mm-hmm. of pure love. I've also been, it's been described to me as the ascended master frequency within all of us. And what we're doing is we're unlocking those codes within others and we're, they're called love light activations is what we've been calling them but it's really unlocking those rememberings but in unlocking those rememberings especially when we have a lot of emotional baggage stored on top of them when they're activated the other stuff kind of has to come up Mm -hmm. so we have had women who have had a lot of energy to move through and to work through when they've been activated because the energy and the activations that we're doing are so powerful and potent. Yes. Yes. So we've had
1: to make sure that we're
0: supporting the women after,
1: um, because it is, it is quite intense. And like you said, the last one, I mean, I think we stayed after on the call for over an hour and and some of them, some of the women, they didn't start speaking for another 30 minutes after that. Um, And there was still so much energy moving through them. So we're, Really creating this container to be able to support them after through integration and whatever they're moving through. And so maybe you can like speak, um, share about the container that we have.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, within House of Enlightenhood, if you've been listening to this podcast or not, so we have sacred spaces within House of Enlightenhood that we are building out through the year and so imagine House of Enlightenhood being the overarching container umbrella of the universe, and then having these little temples and mystery schools and uh intimate containers within House of Enlightenhood. so Sisters of Sirius has their own space in there, and we are using it as a place to integrate and to ask questions and for us to be able to support the women after because again it has taken women a few days to really move fully through this energy and we've also been using it as a space to say what do you need how can we support you and leading up to the circles and after the circles and so really stepping into that space is really exciting too to truly have a sisterhood of all the women who are starting to come to these circles and it's really beautiful. It's so it's so beautiful. And just, yeah, just the feedback to
1: that, how the women are feeling. And I think I shared that already, but it, it does feel like such a safe, supportive community. And, and then the, and the idea of these activations and it's really so that we can all step into our full power. Yeah. that's This is what it's about. It's, mm-hmm. you know, we're remembering so that we can help support other women to remember because we all have gifts within us and we're mm-hmm. all trying to discover them. That's that journey of knowing who you are and discovering who you are. And yeah. we're able to support that and bring that out in women in a way that is so unique and so powerful. And, you know, imagine all of all these powerful women in their power, in their power, Purpose in their truth, having all these rememberings and then embodying that yeah. where they are, that queen, that seer, that priestess, that, mm-hmm. that powerful being that each one of us is already. But yeah. um, we're all trying to come home to ourselves, you know, and I think that's what this time has been. It's been, you know, I think we call it the great remembering yeah. And coming back home to who we are and calling in our family our our soul family our families the people that we feel like safe and loved with yeah and that's really what we're creating and it's mm-hmm. so beautiful and I feel so so blessed that we're calling in all these like amazing 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 women into our space and yeah so magical
0: The way I've seen it too. And I, this message came through before our last circle on Tuesday is that, and this came through to you, but just kind of another facet of it is that we are truly in what we're doing and not in just the container that we're creating, but in women remembering we are anchoring the divine feminine on mother Gaia. And it's the resurgence of the divine feminine, the true embodiment of the divine feminine, that is the new earth. That's what we're shifting into. And so that's why I feel what we're doing is so important because the more women that we can help remember and you know truly activate their gifts that's just another anchor and pillar of light that we are putting here on this earth yeah we're we're definitely changing changing things and I say it's like we're
1: the we're the new we're the new leaders we're the new ancestors and I never would ever have thought of even calling myself that but you know, we're bringing all these women to step into their own leadership and there. Yeah. And this last activation was all about that, you know, really mm-hmm. connecting to that divine feminine energy and that creativity and sensuality and embodiment and, um, you know, what it what it means to be this like powerful woman and then sending all that healing to Mother Earth and, and feeling that across the entire world and just continuously like anchoring that and I I really feel like you know this is our you know this is our way of changing yeah things this is the mark that we're meant to leave this is our legacy like this is just the beginning but I know it's our legacy it's this is what we're doing I know me too and just um you know we're trying trusting those visions yeah you know, like for other women, like when you have a vision of something or you feel something or you see something and it resonates and it feels good, like that is you connecting to your essence and your truth and your intuition. Just like we had those visions of sisters of Sirius. And, you know, we have these visions and then they come true. Like you said, like we both got the message that our first one, the women would be speechless or stunned, not really understanding what that meant. And then literally when we came out of it and we said would anyone you know take your time would anyone like to share and nobody was talking and I actually thought maybe that's not a good thing (laughs) like "Uh uh-oh what's happening (laughs) like nobody's talking like usually people are like oh I'll share oh I have something to say like usually other circles I've been to but nobody nobody spoke and so having that vision and seeing it and then the most recent one was like hey we're this last one was like about like a seeing that they would actually feel like it, the energy of like hundreds of women, women with us. And, you know, knowing that that vision is coming true, it's already mm-hmm. been, it's already there mm-hmm. and we're just stepping into it in this, yeah. in this lifetime. <laughs> you yeah. Know?
0: So let's talk about that a little because for us, as you were sitting there talking, I'm like, wow, everything that we have created with Sisters of Sirius is truly 100% intuition led. Everything we have done, we have followed the guidance that we have received and it has just been the most magical thing. So for anyone listening who is really trying to step into that place to develop their intuition or their channeling or their knowing or their past life remembering, whatever they're feeling the itch to, because I think they're all truly the same thing, yes. right? How, how do we start to step into that? How do we start to activate that within ourselves? Mm. I mean, the first thing for
1: me would just the beginning for me, I think, is really coming into your body because we're so disconnected. Yeah. And it's about getting quiet. It's very difficult for people to get quiet now. There's so many distractions, so many things that we have to do, so many responsibilities. You know, being a mother, there's there's that and running a household and all the other things and then having a career. So it's, for me, that's sometimes the hardest part. Yeah. But that's where the magic is. That's where everything comes. So mm-hmm. I would say the first thing is is to find something that allows you to get quiet, whether it's doing some breath work, um, movement. Because I find when when you're in that movement and you're feeling into your body, everything everything starts to get a little quiet. The mind starts to let go. Mm-hmm. You know, like closing your eyes and just feeling or having a a center point where somewhere you just focus on even if it's like a candle and you're just sort of zoning into that space so I think it's first learning to get quiet because that's where the guidance comes that's where the medicine is that's where the downloads come so that would sort of be one of my first things I would say and it doesn't and then it's just a practice so maybe you start off with a few minutes because it's not easy to do if you it's not something you're used to doing. So I always say everything is a practice. For me, what I realized one of the fastest ways to get to that space now is just to put my hand on my heart and take a few deep breaths and I can really come back into presence. So Mm -hmm. being present is everything. (laughs) And, And then, you know, for different people, like I, most of my clients that I work with, I usually try to get them to do the intuitive writing. Yeah. So without judging and just allowing to whatever pours out of you, And um, not everybody's into journaling, but just to like, see what comes through you. It's not about journaling is for, you know, we're journaling sometimes for different reasons, right? Just allowing whatever comes through. And then you start to slowly make these connections.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was so, you know this, but I've been since I've had a meditation practice, which has been maybe four or five years now, like a consistent meditation practice, every time I go into meditation, I write down everything that comes through. Mm-hmm. And for years, it would be like grapes, turtle, 400, like all these random things. It's like, I don't know. But then as I started automatic writing and channeling, they would be, you know, fuller things sentences mm-hmm. and sentences the, and the flow would start to come more. And yes. the thing I'll add too is then trusting that. taking that as the guidance that you are truly receiving and then living your life by that. Because if you think about it at the end of the day, like our reality is just a projection of our own thoughts. Mm -hmm. So if we're thinking it and it's coming through, isn't it true for us? You know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for me, it started like, I was already obviously like intuitive, like doing Mm -hmm. healing and connecting, but it started with like the channeling, really, like really channeling the energy of the collective. And so I really had to like, yeah, not judge them, trust that what was coming through. And I was just writing. I was like, okay, that feels like that really makes sense. That seems to resonate. So I continued. And then I just got better and better with tuning into that. And then Mm -hmm. other things started pouring out at me. Like I just, I've just noticed my my skill of writing and sharing can come through so much faster. And then it started now is like poetry, but that started coming through me a year ago. As was like, oh, and I've always loved poetry. And as a little girl, I loved writing poetry, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like I was, that was my thing. But right. now I've, when it comes to me, I just allow it to flow up through me. Sometimes I get inspired by like an image I see or something that I just went through and it just comes out of me. So I think giving space for that, You know, giving space for that, and I, meditation obviously is super powerful too. Um, for me, it's you know really had to start with like guided visualizations, those type of meditations. And I know Mm -hmm. a lot of my clients like I get half that like it, and the other half that don't. So sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just listening to different um sound, yeah, sound healing. But for me, I love guided visualizations, and I think it's because I see uh, the the sight. And I'm able to really go into that really, really fast and um, really feel into that.
0: For unlocking past life rememberings, do you have any Mm. advice in terms of specifically going into past lives? So I
1: have started to really simplify things by just saying, just ask the question. Like, what do I need to know now, or is is there a lifetime that um, could be really beneficial to my journey now? Or because mm. um, I, I do it in my sessions with my clients, like sometimes, yes, I'm I'm being taken, I'm being shown a past life, but then I want to even when I go in there, I'm like, okay, what is the lesson? What are we What are we doing here? With my work now, I basically what I do is like I rewind it, like a you know, rewinding a movie. So. Mm that trauma or whatever was, if it's something like traumatic, we rewind the story and then we replay, we remake the story so that they come out like empowered. And then if it's something really like us traveling to Egypt, it's like, okay, tapping into that and bringing it like forth into this life.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But um, it's for someone that just wants to go. I think again, that's like about that, that journey of like meditation And then asking to be guided to that. Because I've done that with my clients, not with past life, but I've taken them, taught some of them how to astral travel. Yeah. Because I, because, you know, both of us do a lot of that. (laughs) And so one of my clients was, you know, she's very connected to the cosmos. And so after a few sessions, we... She's like, you know, I just really like, I want to know what that feels like. And I said, well, let's go. So she took me on the journey and she saw everything and I saw what she saw. And I was like, well, there you go. That's just the beginning. So I was like, just asking the questions, or I'd like to experience yeah. this. Um, that would sort of be my kind of beginning journey of that. Don't know if you have any. Yeah. So for
0: me, it was a little different where I learned a lot about the Akashic records Mm, and yes, I actually, I'm the worst with classes and stuff because I learned some of the tools. I'm like, I don't want to finish this. I'm done. I I learned what I need to know. And (laughs) I'm
1: (laughs) I'm the exact same. I have so many unfinished. That's why I was told I'm not supposed to sign up for anything or do any more classes.
0: Yeah. Same. Same, but when I was learning about the Akashic Records, the specific class I took helped us kind of build build our own space to access the mm-hmm. Akashic Records. Right. So I created my own temple, which is now where I go to when I meditate and can really access it that way. So I think figuring out the best way that you receive information too, because for me, I have this specific spot in the temple. So in meditation, I'll take myself there and I'll go sit on the couch and like, there's a big movie screen. And if I want guidance, I just wait to see if anything shows up. Mm -hmm. For me, I, Egypt has been between Egypt and Lemuria and Avalon. Those have been the biggest rememberings that I've had and can really go into that time. But the other ones are kind of just glimpses. And I think it's also kind of, can you know, collecting the breadcrumbs almost. And that's why I think documentation is so important too, because you might go in and just maybe see a glimpse of yourself, I don't know, in the Amazon rainforest. And that might be mm. all the information you get. But now that you have that knowing and that awareness of that time, it's easier to go back and to build upon that. And I think yes. it's also like, I also want to stress the fact that all of these rememberings don't happen overnight. Maybe if you're on an ayahuasca journey or, you know, a psilocybin journey, but when it's through meditation, at least in my experience, it's kind of just been a little bit here, a little bit there and the knowing and the understanding continues to build.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yes. And, you know, there's some, like I remember doing, it was, it was one of those things like soul rememberings, Akashic records. And I'd actually signed up to do that particular course, which I never did in the end. I never, and then I started having my own past life remembering. and so I'm just traveling there. But when I remember doing some with someone and, you know, she shared these like three lifetimes and then they say they're trying to heal like uh, the trauma. I, I don't, of course, I didn't recall any of them and she said, well, they've been healed and cleared, but you know, there's going to be some things that are just going to be like nothing that we can really truly understand, but if it's a way to, connect to, to those lifetimes for us to step into more of who we're meant to be because we yeah. carry it's all these imprints yeah that we bring into all our different lifetimes and that's sometimes what are our block or blo- why we're feeling blocked in certain areas of our life or why we have you know issues with like maybe we have back pain because something happened in a past life that we didn't you mm-hmm. know heal and clear so it, it, that's quite fascinating really Mm -hmm. You know, if you really go deep into that, but I wouldn't say that I'm an expert in in that um in that area
0: yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, that's I it's funny because I've always just loved the past life stuff. It's just been where my heart and my soul is at. And I think I've probably read every single book ever. And then I got my um I have my hypnosis certification to do hypnosis and past life regression but i was still like this just takes way too much time <laughs> and i can just look at someone and tune into their energy and be able to to see those types of things and so that's why i think what we're doing too is so impressive because it's just it's happening like that it's cool. and- yeah it's it's happening so fast i a thousand percent agree and i think we
1: talked about this too because i think we had read like i had read um I don't know, maybe like 15, all the Brian Weiss books. Like I read yeah. one and it was that past life regression mm-hmm. and I was obsessed. Like I, I literally like got every book of his and read them <laughs> because I, I found it so fascinating. And yeah, absolutely. Cause we're, when we're tapping into that, we're able to access that so quickly and um, and that's why I love the work that we do because we're able to do this, this the energy healing with like, you know, 30 women in, able to connect to each woman energetically within I think it was less than five minutes that you and mm-hmm. I were able to go through each woman and we're like, wow, this is just happening so quickly. Cause I saw us like even being there, our souls just kind of like spinning around and like moving energy. And it was just like, okay, wow, this is just happening at quantum speeds. And I think that's what Sisters of Sirius is is showing us, really.
0: Yeah. I think it's showing us that when you're in your full remembering and your full power and your full heart, it's just, it's truly magical. It's truly magical. Yeah. It's truly magical. And well, beyond. It's, been, it's been such a pleasure getting to talk to you, so even though we talk good. all the time, but
1: <laughs> every day messaging, voice
0: notes. Um, <laughs> but I like to end this show with wise words for anyone listening who needs that extra pick me up to step into their best selves, their highest selves today. So what are your wise words to end on?
1: Hmm.
0: Well, I think I would just say like, just
1: start today. Just take one small step in the direction of your dreams. You know what your dreams are. You know what you love because it's all there you know, we all have these amazing, beautiful dreams and visions for our life. So just take that one step, step into that fear. And um, just know that no matter what, you're going to be supported, you know, that the universe does have your back. And that there's all these amazing people who would love to like support you and see you shine. So um, yeah, I just, I, I, I just feel that so deeply it's actually making me emotional when you say that because I just think to myself like how much of a push I needed when I created the agency of healers and one of my best friends literally had to push me into it you know because otherwise like she was my like she was that person for me you know and But every day I had to just step into the fear a little bit. And I still have so much fear, like even doing things like this, I get so nervous and I feel uncomfortable or doing something on Instagram, like a video or a live. And so I feel like for me, it's just been like the daily acts of like compassion towards myself, giving myself grace, and then just taking little steps. Like for me, it's baby steps. For other people, they can like leap and catapult, but that's not who I am. And so I just constantly come back to trusting who I am and just listening to myself and my inner voice. So I guess that's something I would just leave everyone with. Like, you know who you are better than anybody else. Trust in your own path and never mind what everybody else is doing it, and how quickly you think that they're doing it. But just continue to honor yourself every day, come back home to yourself every day. And then that will be
0: that would be your guiding light always. Thank you so much for listening to House of Enlightenhood. As always, I am so grateful for your support. If you enjoyed the show, please share it or leave a review or subscribe. A little bit goes a long way. You can find me, your host, Lena Lemos over on Instagram at Lemos or Enlightenhood. But honestly, there is so much more going on within our spiritual cooperative platform than is happening on social media these days. Until next time, you beautiful souls.